You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. John, there's a new phone out. It's called the Oppo Find X2 Pro. Uh, Oppo is a Chinese brand that's uh, quite competitive on price and features. This is their very latest phone, and you have uh, got some interesting comments about this, a bit of a review today, John. Yeah, this is it's their flagship device of 2020. We're starting to see some of these, what's typically been the mid-range manufacturers, and now really competing with the the premium devices. So the Find X2 Pro definitely fits into the premium category. I mean, there's so much... Um, that has been thrown into this phone in terms of the hardware, that that's why it has caught my attention. Because, look, I'm still running my Google Pixel 2, which I've had now bit over two years so I think two years and three months and it's getting to the point where the battery is starting to degrade so I start I do need to start looking around and I was looking late last year at the Google Pixel 4 at the upcoming announcement and it was extremely disappointing I I, we've actually done a previous podcast on this so I won't get into that now but Mm -hmm. um, the Pixel 4 for me was a no-go so I have kind of got in the back of my mind, maybe I want to wait for the Pixel 5. Maybe they've understood the the anger uh, against the Pixel 4 and therefore we're trying to recover with the next model. I also have looked at the Samsung Galaxy series. I mean, there's the S20, S20 Plus and the S20 Ultra. All reasonably good phones, but I've heard a few bad things about the chipset in Australia for the Samsung phone. So they use the Exynos chip rather than the uh, Snapdragon. Um, And so the Snapdragon 865 is kind of the current major one that all the premium phones are, are using. And so... So there's a number of things like they might seem little, but they if it's a phone I'm going to invest in and good money in, you know, more than a thousand dollars, I yep. certainly want to try and tick as many of the boxes as possible. So so far the premium phones of the last six months haven't been as attractive as what I would like. Uh, that's when this particular phone, the Find X2 Pro from Oppo, sort of popped up. Look, it's got the 865 Snapdragon. Uh, processor it's got 12 gigabytes of ram it's got a 48 megapixel rear camera it's actually got three um you know rear cameras set up 48 megapixel wow that's that's higher than a lot of digital slr that's right yeah and they've got look they've got all these other sort of uh, software to 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 improve it i have seen a few photos comparison of the oppo find x2 pro versus say the samsung galaxy series and Mm -hmm. i would say that in some situations the samsung series does win out so i I'm not saying that everything about the specs makes it an amazing phone. There's always going to be kind of those little, you know, minor changes. But potentially with a future upgrade on the the software, the photos itself might improve. So at the moment, they're very good. They're just not maybe not as good in certain situations as the Galaxy Pro series. For example, at night shooting, if you're going to have a, a dark environment, uh, probably the S20 series is going to perform better. Even the iPhones are going to perform better. But you know me, I'm, I'm actually not really interested in an iPhone. So. Um, yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, you're on the Android side of the fence, yeah. which is which is fair enough. And 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 let's, it's got to be said that the majority of people around the world are on are Android people too. So uh, it, it's an important uh, market to talk about. Uh, and just some of the figures, I'm looking at the Oppo website right now and there's um, you know 5 million to one contrast ratio, uh, a billion colors, 
uh, on on the screen. One point oh seven billion colors are available on that screen. It's important to note and that noticed, screen because that it's a really good screen that actually gets super yeah. bright. It's a six point seven inch OLED curved screen. What's this business about curved? It's it's concave, convex. Have you seen the the sort of the edge fall off? So the, on the very front, if you're looking, at, you know, face toward the face of the camera, uh, the phone, um, yeah. the sides fall away like a waterfall, quite a sharp fall yes. away um, on either yes. side. Now, I'm not a massive fan of that, but it does tend to be. Uh, most phones are going sort of in that direction. A lot of the premium phones tend to go with that kind of fall away uh, screen. I my preference. I mean, these these are some of the downsides. If you look at it, when I'm choosing a phone, I've got a bit of a mental list going on. My preference is for a flat screen without this curved nonsense. But you know, I look at all the other specs, and then if it's only a couple of small things, then I'll end up choosing this particular phone. So yeah, look, it's it's got that curved display, super bright. It's an um, AMOLED uh, display. They've actually got this technology in it as well. So when you're watching a video, which can play at you know 1080p, 60 frames per second, or 4K, 60 frames per second. That's sorry, that's the recording. But if on the playback, you can actually get this super amazing um, display where. The software cleans up the display and kind of makes it more vivid, more bright, uh, crisper and sharper. And I've seen some YouTube videos on this. So that's of interest as well. Super. Is that what they call a natural tone display? Is that the feature uh, that you're describing? They automatically adjust the color and the temperature according to ambient light. It's a 120 hertz ultra vision screen is sort of what they, they term the actual screen itself the refresh rate of up to 120 hertz but i'm not sure what the technology is i think this might be specific to oppo uh, i know that mm. oppo shares a lot of technology with the other model which is the OnePlus series so a lot of things that you see in an oppo phone the good features may end up being used in the OnePlus series like the next premium device but okay. the reason i'm looking more at the oppo phone is here in australia we don't really have the OnePlus series available directly here yes you can get it you can import it gray imports or you can get it from other sites that have done a gray sort of import from another country but this is sold in australia through retailers i mean jb hi-fi one of the major they're selling it i think another i think you know good guys you know some of the big um, players are selling this phone and there is local support through their website as well so that to me that's why i would choose this phone over uh, a OnePlus at this point in time i haven't made a final decision but it, that's why it's attractive at the moment that natural tone display, which which uh, we've been talking about, I think that's kind of similar to um, a feature that iPhones have, which which is called True Tone. Okay. Um, and and that and that's basically it's got a sensor that that detects the ambient light and adjusts the the picture on your phone to kind of suit the lighting conditions. Sometimes if I'm looking at my phone in bed, and I've got a, a quite a bright reading light behind me, I usually turn the screen right down almost to nothing because I don't want to alert myself on this phone as well. The Oppo phone you're talking about, you can actually dampen down that blue light for like sort of night mode. Yes. You know, so you don't, so you, you're not alerting yourself unnecessarily with a lot of blue light coming out of the screen. But, but what I'll notice with True Tone is that if I just tilt the phone around in my hand, even though I've manually lowered the brightness of the screen, the screen will actually change when I tilt it directly towards a light source and then when I tilt it away. So it's compensating for brightness and that is that and that's something you can turn off as well it's a fee, it's a function you can turn off and i think that from what i'm seeing on on the oppo website 
that that's the similar sort of it's it's the equivalent feature for the Oppo is, is that uh, natural tone display. Um, but you know, well, the brightness gets to eight hundred nits, uh, which is the typical, or the peak brightness will be twelve hundred nits, which is very bright. Yeah, 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 and, and you've got that very high refresh rate. It's also got another another sort of benefit of this. Uh, I guess it's the chipset and the and the processor and graphics card that sort of stuff. But the actual response to your touch is also very sensitive. It's got a, a really a really fast refresh rate in terms of you're moving your finger around, sliding over over the screen. It's responding to your finger very quickly as well. Mm-hmm. Not just refreshing images on the screen, but also responding to your finger input. Yep, yep. So that's you know the resolution on the screen thirty one sixty eight by fourteen forty, uh, which is you know quad HD plus. Uh, as we've yeah. talked about, you know super super bright. So so for me, you know this is all good. It's nice to have a a really good display. I did find that the downside with the Pixel was if you were outside on a bright you know sunny day, it could be difficult to see the screen. So for me, yeah. I, I'm not looking at it you know as a, a as a gamer's perspective or something, but being able to use it in essentially all um, lighting conditions um, w- would be very helpful. Um, you know, I know, and and I think that that's 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 absolutely right. Like obviously, you know, shooting at night, taking photos in low light, that's a great thing, and the newer cameras are getting better at doing that. And I'd imagine this Oppo one, from what you've already said, is is great at doing that. But but actually, you know, a more practical thing is just day-to-day usage if you're in broad sunshine you know you're sitting outside or you're walking along the street in broad sunshine and, and trying to look at your screen uh you know whether it's looking at a map or or, or uh, you know looking up some other uh, information you might need on the go uh if it's if you've got direct sunshine on that screen even i mean i don't know i, I think that i think most phones will struggle in those circumstances yes. for you to actually see and you wind up sort of having to shield the screen you know put your hand over it or turn it or turn your back to the sun to be able to look at the screen yeah uh, i don't know i haven't got an oled display phone uh you know I, I may get one eventually but i haven't got one they are more expensive this has got an oled screen and one of the one of the the, the big you know, selling points of OLED screens is they are brighter, and, and they and they probably will perform better in, in direct sunshine. The, the, one of the issues, though, is then the you know the battery, and the, it will probably use up more battery. So this capacity on this is forty two sixty or four thousand two hundred sixty milliamp hours. It's not as big a battery as you might expect for the the size phone it is. It's the phone is. It's just smaller than, say, the Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra. So they're larger of the S20 series. It's slightly smaller than that in terms of height, about the same width. This is also a bit of a downside for me. I don't necessarily want to go to a massive phone, but I do like the specs. So it's got, it's bigger than the, uh, much bigger than the Pixel that I've got and the screen to body ratio. I mean, it's almost, you know, right edge to edge. Uh, you know, the speakers they've put right up on the top corner, so you can you know can see a, a slit there at the, the top corner of the screen. You've really got full edge to edge display on this, which is quite attractive to me. You know, when I, whereas my Pixel Two has got uh, a very big chin and big big forehead, forehead which has got the uh, you know the camera and the speakers uh, all in that. So it'll be different going to a uh, you know more screen to body ratio device if i end up choosing this device anyway yeah. and and just on the subject of that big screen d- does it have a forward facing you know face id camera or is it using fingerprint id technology it's got so it it doesn't doesn't support sort of the the face unlock but it definitely has the selfie camera so this yeah. this camera is one of those hole punch uh just type cameras and that's right. uh, offset to the left hand side so 
the good thing about that is if you turn your camera and uh, into a landscape mode and you're watching a video, your thumb might be sitting across that you know little display there, or it's hidden away where there's not much activity that's happening in a video. So it is hidden away. It's not the teardrop design. It's um, you know you're really getting a full screen display when you when you're watching a video on that. It has the in-display fingerprint reader, which some of the videos that I've seen of this device are super quick, super fast in unlocking the device. Right, uh, fantastic. Uh, I, I much prefer that system rather than the face unlock. I, yeah, same. And I think that that was, that was something that apparently Apple looked at doing that they couldn't develop the technology in time, so they went for the face ID, which is more secure. Uh, but but from what I've been told, doesn't all, doesn't work all the time. It's it's not as fast as a as a fingerprint sen sensor. It is a newer technology. It hasn't. It's not a sort of you know third or fourth generation technology as you'd be seeing in these Oppos and uh, and other fingerprint reading phones. I wonder how it um, works now with people wearing a lot of masks these days. Yeah, Apple has update a software update to help you around that. It doesn't actually it doesn't read your face. So wearing a mask does stop the phone from being able to unlock from face id but what it does it just responds differently it kind of realizes you've got a mask on and gives you another option instead of sort of knocking you back as quickly i think it it can't get around that basically if you've got something covering that much of your face it, it struggles to identify you yeah as it does you know people say oh you know if you're wearing a hat no it can it can open most of the time but but yeah there is a there's a degree of unreliability i think the the later generations they're now i think in the second generation at least of of uh, face id on iphones and i think it does work faster and more reliably but you know there are certainly circumstances where it does just doesn't open you know like uh you know if you're wearing sunnies or a hat or both or a scarf that sort of stuff if if, if too much of your face is obscured, then yeah. you struggle. Um, and just sort of quickly back on the battery, uh, even if it's even though it's a slightly smaller than some of the bigger flag new flagship phones, it's got super fast charging. It's called like a super VOOC VOOC uh, 2.0 flash charge, and effectively what that means is you can get super quick charging, zero to forty percent charge in just ten minutes. That's incredible. Or fully mm -hmm. charged in thirty eight minutes. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's a sixty-five watt uh, charging block uh, specific to you know to this device as well. So, you know, if you're ever worried, you just plug it in. Ten minutes, bang, you're fine. Um, you know, no problems there. And does it say what? What are the claimed um, standby figures on that battery? Look, it it doesn't say exactly that, but some of the anecdotal evidence what I've seen online is that yes, you for moderate use, you will still need to plug it in every day. You wouldn't expect it to be going multiple days. So look, if you just if you picked it up and you checked your email occasionally, maybe checked your Facebook, maybe you're getting a day and a half um, out of it. Uh, but this is something that I'll sort of keep an eye on. Uh, I tend to see a lot, especially the bigger phones, you tend to see those where it is a daily charge. But that's just the habit that I have these days anyway. Just plug it in at the end of the day. If I'm going somewhere where, um, you know, on a plane or not these days, but if I'm traveling somewhere, I've got a, yeah. an external battery which I can just plug in and, and give it a few more percent quite quickly anyway. So so for me, it's it, it's not a massive concern. It's got some, you're just going through the, the, the info, I mean, you'd expect it to be fairly complimentary, but it's got that ultra wide, then wide, then telephoto lenses. So three really quite um, funky cameras on board. Just on that camera, um, though, they're using this this interesting periscope telephone camera. So rather than the sensor sitting parallel to the, um, to, to sort of the lens, external lens, what it is, is it's sitting in a 90 degree angle and they have a mirror that shines the 
like on a, on a 45 degree angle that, that sends in the, the, the light, then shines it back down like a periscope. And through a series of lenses that are in there, that's how they're able to get this uh, 60 times digital zoom um, with an f3.0 aperture um you know, massive zoom capable camera. So look, it's it's much more impressive by watching some of their videos because this is some of the research I've been doing, watching the spec videos on this and just mm. how they've actually developed that camera is quite amazing. So that, look, not that I do much zooming type photography like that, but it is handy to have as well. Yeah, I mean, digital zooms traditionally, you know, the, the, the issue is always, you know, you wind up with a, highly pixelated yes you, know, if you, you can anyone can zoom in on anything digitally and uh, you can go sort of a thousand times but you'll be super pixelated but i guess uh well it sounds like they've got a, a pretty clever way of of uh, bending the light like a periscope would to to give more focal length and if you start off with a camera that's got plenty of resolution anyway you know if it's if it's a you know 40 or 50 uh, mega gigabyte camera uh then uh that does give you a lot, a lot more pixels to zoom into, regardless. So combine those two things, and uh, and you, you you wind up with a really good zoom effect. Yeah. So look, it's it's a um, premium phone from Oppo. It's not cheap. It's uh, retailing in Australia around the fifteen ninety nine mark. Um, yeah. So this is certainly on that premium edge. I'm waiting on some more, I guess, reviews of actual usage to see, you know, how the battery performs, how the videos and photos perform, and even just the device itself, you know, are there return to, to base warranty claims? So it's not something that I'd necessarily be looking to to purchase myself for another few months, maybe until later this year or 2020, around the October, November mark. But that'll also give me the opportunity to see what the Google Pixel series has to offer and, and any other device that comes out. But at the moment, as it stands, the Oppo Fine X2 Pro, the ceramic black, not the vegan leather backed. There's two different um, sort of colors okay. you can get. The uh, the ceramic yeah. black is uh, number one on uh, our my list of phones for 2020 to consider purchasing. And um, we'll see what happens later this year. I can report back if I get it or what phone I do get because it'll be October, November or December of 2020 that I'm, I'm getting my new phone. Yeah. Sounds that's great, and I just just to finish off on the camera, which uh, or the camera system, which really does look impressive. It's actually got the ability to have sort of two ISO readings on the one image. Just gives you the capability to actually have two ISO reads on the one image, so you can see stars on a uh, on a on a clear night. As, as well as see foreground lit up. So you don't have that sort of problem of if you're going to have an ISO setting that allows you to see something as dim as the stars in a night sky, you can get that as well as, as, as the ground all lit up. That's right. so, so there's some street, street lighting as well as, as, as stars in the sky. You can actually see both together yeah. at night, yeah. which is really impressive. I mean, I've never seen a, an image. That normally that would be done, you know, you'd either do it with Photoshop or you'd do it with a pretty advanced DSL impressive camera system on board a really interesting camera for us to all keep our eyes on that is the oppo find x2 pro we'll include links but more information oppo.com so thanks for that john thanks for listening we'd love you to review us on itunes it's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast and don't forget to follow us on social media beyond infinity rppfm on facebook or infinity rpp on twitter